Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast on wheels, Dr. Movie. And uh, wanted to check this one out. Uh, I've seen a lot of real mixed reviews on this movie. And uh, I don't know. I just felt intrigued to check it out. And we are talking about Possum from 2018 says it's a horror drama which is very true I mean I can see where the backlash happened a lot on this because it is not a typical horror movie even though it kind of the artwork kind of lends itself to that regardless it's horrific it may not be a horror movie but is it is horrific it's a horror movie in the way that I don't know um uh, don't look now or you can even throw a racer head in there with this one right because it's there's so much symbolism and it, there's there's no jump scares or anything like that in this movie it is all psychological and kind of a slow burn and when it all comes together at the end you're like holy smokes uh, session 9 it kind of makes me you know the, the same way that one makes me feel when I watch it um, more of a drama I would say but uh, let's let's get into this one a little bit uh, I've got I got a few different theories here that I, I think it's one of those movies that after you watch it I'm, hard, I'm having a hard time to dis, dis, discuss how you approach it if you didn't like it, and I don't know that you necessarily have to like this movie, but I, if you if you don't get it at all, that's one thing, and you just go, oh, what a waste of time. But it's another thing where the imagery keeps coming back to you, and you keep thinking about it. And that, that's the thing about this movie. It makes you continue to think about what you saw, and you're continuing to, to put the pieces together. And I think once you get to that point, this movie's really really dark <laughs> um, so let's let's read the synopsis which is wrong I'll go ahead and tell you this is wrong because obviously somebody wasn't paying attention when they wrote it hold on I gotta get through this stoplight here it's a busy day in town looks like it says after returning to his childhood home a disgraced child puppeteer is forced to confront his wicked stepfather it's not his stepfather it's his uncle that he's having to live with um and the secrets that have tortured his entire life. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a pretty good nutshell, except for the fact of it's not his stepfather. It's, it's his uncle. Um, as a child, his parents burned alive in a room in this house, this childhood home that he's talking about, that his uncle is now living in. And he raised Philip, which is the name of the kid, in this house. And uh, we'll get into all that here in a minute. 
As far as uh, the director is, uh, where'd he go? Matthew Holness. Matthew Holness uh, works a lot with Garth Moringe. I don't know if you're watching any dark, dark Garth Moringe stuff, but he's involved with that, and also a lot of those characters that were also in the IT crowd. All this, a lot of the same people, but made a lot of different shows, TV shows, and stuff through that. So. Uh, what a dwif, what a different turn <laughs> with this movie. As far as the the cast, I've only got really two people to talk about that I want to bring up because the majority of this movie, there's like hardly any people in this movie at all. It all focuses on our main character Philip, who's played by Sean Harris. And Sean Harris, let's see, what did I, what did I remember him being in? Oh, he's in a couple of the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, so there's those. I'm sure he's in some other stuff. But the one I want to talk about is the one that plays the uncle, which is Alan Armstrong. Now, not, not Alan, Alun, A-L-U-N, Armstrong. Um, he's in a couple of movies I really love. Uh, he's in Split Second, but first and foremost, to me, he'll always be the guy in Kroll. You know, the guys that broke out of prison that end up helping in the movie. He's the one that, that's like the leader of the, the group that broke out of prison. So I've always liked this guy. And he's got a roughness to him. And that's what, that's, you know, how he gets cast. And it works in this one as well. So, yeah, let's talk about this movie. So, when this, when it starts off and it gets going... You've you got a feeling here of almost like a basket case thing, right? The movie basket case. Because there's this guy carrying this, this brown duffel bag around everywhere. And, uh, you know, you, you never see him without it. And what happens is, like I said, he's a puppeteer. And he, is, he has this puppet that I guess we're calling Possum. But it's got like spider legs on it. It's like five foot long. It's got these spider legs and a human face on it. It's nightmare fuel. It really is. Um, and he's kind of haunted by this thing, you think, right? But it's also a thing that he can't leave behind. So you almost get, as this movie goes on, you kind of get a monkey's paw kind of feel to where he's always trying to get rid of the thing, right? And it keeps coming back. Every time he tries to get rid of it. And there's this poem that he cites that's really scary about a possum. And, you know, this guy obviously has issues, right? And that's really down deep. That's what this is about. And there's a situation where he gets kicked out of school because he's a, he's a teacher of some sort. He's doing a presentation at school and shows this puppet and obviously it's going to scare all the kids and they uh, kind of get rid of him because of it. He goes back home where his uncle is living that he still lives with him and his uncle's giving a hard time. I heard about your presentation, right? And his uncle is very overbearing but you can tell that, that Philip is just really, really weak and 
this relationship gets weirder and weirder as it goes on. But this whole time throughout the movie, um, there's a young boy that's going missing. 13-year-old boy from the school that's missing. And Philip, in his mind, is worried that he kidnapped the kid. And you see him constantly going out to these places and, like, looking for something. Almost like he's looking for maybe the body or... A lot of times what he's looking for is he's thrown away the puppet and somehow it always ends up coming back, right? But he's got it worked up in his mind that he might have done this to this kid. And one day he comes home and his uncle tells him that the police were there and they were wanting to question him, but he told him you were out. And it's all about that kid that's missing. So... You got all this going on, and, and this movie is deep, folks. I'm telling you, it's he's carrying a lot with him, and there's these weird things that happen, right? There's a scene where there's these balloons, and they're all colorful and beautiful. Then all of a sudden, this black smoke comes around it while he's making the speech about the possum, and the balloons turn black. And what he is reliving with all this is really what the story is: is he is trying to reflect back on the good things of life when his parents were alive and it was all taken away from the fire. So the black, turning black of the balloons, the, there's a part where he's standing outside and it starts raining and it, and it just covers him in the black. It's, you know, could be symbolism of the the ashes, you know, the, the fact that this room is charred, right? And it, he, he doesn't go back in there because it's too hurtful. But as this movie goes on, you find out what's really going on, and he's been abused this whole time by his uncle. And, you know, I mean, like, abused in many ways. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. And come to find out, it looks like the uncle is the one that kidnapped the kid, and he's been doing this for a while. He used to be a school teacher. Um... So he's got that mannerism that he uses on Philip all the time about being a school teacher, trying to reward to be good or bad. He's got this glass jar full of candy, and whenever he feels like he needs to reward Philip for something, he tries to give him a piece of candy, but Philip doesn't want it because to Philip, it's poison, right? And it's going to do something to him. So there's all these things, and, and Philip, like I said, is 100% a messed up individual. And, uh, but yeah, at, at the end, you start to think about the implications of uh, the uncle even frames or wants to frame Philip for for taking the kid. And Philip at one point even goes to the school to turn, to turn himself in and ends up just walking away before he does so. But, so he is that convinced that he did it because even his uncle is telling him, yeah, you wore a mask. You you, you put him in that bag and you took him somewhere, right? It's messed up stuff, man. But come to find out it's the uncle that's doing it and he's kidnapped the boy and he's got him upstairs in that charred room where, where Philip's parents got killed. And there's a confrontation in that room and... Obviously, Philip faces down his demons and uh, releases the kid, and the kid runs out. 
and that's kind of the movie in a nutshell there's also scenes where he's standing there and he'll see the puppet like looking at him facing him standing in the hallway looking at him so it's, it's doing all these things that you know is in, is in his mind or you hope is in his mind and I think that's probably where a lot of people expect this to go the other route and it actually be something wrong with the puppet or whatever right but no this is this is all about you know his his psychology right where he's at in his mind and there's several things here right you could say that the puppet that he's carrying around possum is Philip's grief that he lags around everywhere right or is it symbolism for his uncle right it's the darkness it's the thing that has kept him from having a normal happy life and not only his life but other kids there's kids that were missing when he went to school so his uncle's been doing this a long time and man it's it's just a very messed up flick and there's even a scene where uh towards the end where again the uncle has mind control over philip and he pushes him to the ground and pulls down his pants and whips him but i think some other things kind of happen too and this is a grown man right well, both of them are. And, but it's still that mind control of him being a young, who knows, 12, 13-year-old kid. And, again, putting him back in his place. And then Philip finally realizes, I no longer have to take this. And does something about it. And, wow. I mean, it, 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 it's deep, folks. It's, it's not an easy watch. After you kind of sit back and kind of put it together, what's happening? Like I said, this is a this is one of those that'll stick with you once you get the pieces put together, where you realize what's really going on. Um, if you're expecting a horror flick, you're you're not gonna get it. But if you're into maybe some Cronenberg stuff, later Cronenberg stuff. Uh, maybe infinity pool things like that then then this will probably work for you it is very thought-provoking and uh a lot deeper than i expected so i can see where people are confused on it i wouldn't call it an art house flick some people would but i, I don't know to me there is so much dread in this that it's just it's just heavy it's a heavy flick so there's there's uh, not so much images in this that will stick with me, but there's scenarios that happen in this that, you know, you never know what people have gone through. And this is just a, you know, a, sh a show of repercussions of that. You know, what damage you cause to a person and what kind of person they become from that point on. They're never the same. So, yeah, that's... That's pretty much it, I think, on this one. Uh, as far as giving this a, a rating, uh, I'll give it a I'll give it a three out of five. You know, it, it wasn't 
groundbreaking. I'm, I'm not going to take this movie and show it to other people because it's just a little too much. It's a little too personal, I guess. Not that anything like that's ever happened to me, but it's a personal story, the way that it's put together. So I don't know where the inspiration for this came from, but it is heavy, man. So uh, there you go. Uh, if you like thought-provoking, depressing movies, <laughs> check out Possum. And uh, let me know what you think about this one. I mean, I, I, again, I know this one is very divisive. And again, there, there's so much depth to what's going on in this movie that you never even realize it till you start putting the pieces together. Uh, it could all be a dream. It could be partially a dream. It could be wishful thinking for some things. Uh, it still comes down to facing your demons more than anything else. Alright folks, that's it for this one. Uh, appreciate you rocking out with me all these episodes and I plan on continuing to do so. All right, folks, we will check you later. Dr. Cooper!